Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The following content is not suitable for children. You remember your first kiss? The pet is the first good kiss and the first bad kiss. <laughs> well, let's talk about kissing because there are good kisses and bad kisses. And let's try to help people with this one. All right. Pay attention. Let's kiss better. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. You won! That's right, Lori. Can you believe it? I am so excited for you guys. We won our section championship, and my son had one defensive play of the game. It was pretty exciting. They had six lead changes. My heart stopped three or four times during the game. Oh, my gosh. I need a vacation. <laughs> and my, I now see what stress can do to you. It's so much easier, I think, when you're on the field, but actually sit back and actually watch and not have any ability to influence the outcome. Wow. Oh. That was... Roller coaster ride, but pretty, pretty amazing. And your son, he was honored with defensive play of the game. That is so great. Congratulations. Yeah, thank Congratulations you. Congratulations to him. That's, I know he's worked hard for this. He has. And it was funny. We're going out afterwards celebrating, and my <laughs> wife shows me her iPhone watch thing, and it actually <laughs> said, Please breathe. <laughs> <She had> st- <laughs> Stop breathing during the game. And so oh, Kathy, funny. that is so great. I'm sure. So you took your three shots of tequila. And I, I, I just want everybody continues. to know that uh, my husband took three shots of tequila in solidarity with the Fowlers. Thank you. And all our listeners, if you want to join us, <laughs> hopefully we'll have three more games to be the state champions and finish our football career on top. <laughs> Probably this is going to come out right on the last game. So take those shots of tequila and be with us. Right. And yeah. if if any tequila company wants to sponsor us because sales are increasing, <laughs> we can do that too. That's right. And that caveat, you know, I typically don't drink. So this isn't, if you want to send in any emails worrying about George's, uh, has any issues around this, I, so far so good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, I've been thinking about kissing and I have adult sons and... I always think, what is it like to be the guy who usually is the one who has to initiate that first kiss? Like, there is so much risk in that the first time you kiss a woman. I talk about heart-stopping moments. I don't know. Is it is it really risky? What is it like? 
it's worked the other way around too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the women are given the first kiss, but I think for either Absolutely. side that just not knowing if you're going to get rejected, but mm-hmm. I think most people feel pretty confident by the time, right? You're in that zone, you're in that flow. But I think there's a lot we can do to break down these guesses to say, hey, what's working? What's yeah. What doesn't work? Because again, I, I never had anybody talk to me about this in my life. So this is a first to spend a podcast talking about kissing. Mm-hmm. You know, our lips are so sensitive. That's, that's why kissing is so great. Such a turn on. I can't remember, but I, I looked it up and there was, there's a lot of nerve endings in our lips. Yeah, so. and we all have different size lips and different size tongues, and how do these things all fit together? And kissing is hard. It's hard to talk about in general. I think it's it's also really hard to get through, you know, as you're talking about it, how to do it, how you like it. Oof. Yeah. The research says that for women, a first kiss can make or break the relationship. Okay. And for men, they're definitely using kissing to kind of assess if this is a partner, but they're not as picky, apparently. They're paying attention to other things, I think. (laughs) I think they are. (laughs) That's why we got to slow them down and get them to pay a little bit more attention to the kissing. Yes, so they can get better at it. (sighs) Well, this has been a big theme. Again, we're oversimplifying and overgeneralizing. Yes. But a lot of times if you're thinking about the act itself or the orgasm, you know, the foreplay, the beginning part becomes rushed. So we're trying to get men more in their bodies, more relaxed. And I think this is an important part of it. I do hear that. Occasionally I hear men talk about though, they miss kissing, but I hear that so consistently from women that they miss kissing. So there are a lot of different types of kissing, right? Mm -hmm. Is it that little, how you doing kiss that's longer (laughs) lingering? That romantic kiss, that sexy kiss. I mean, what, what kind of kisses are we talking about here, That's Lori? Right. The French kiss. The, uh, one thing I learned when I was looking up this episode is the American kiss. Do you know what the American kiss is? I do not know. The American kiss is like a really passionate kiss without tongue. I'm like, the French definitely do it better. Like, what is that like? Super passionate kiss. Hmm. I don't without know. the tongue. Yeah. I don't know about that one. They Maybe think Americans so much, are a little puritanical or something. Maybe. If I think about like the old movies, right? Is that what was happening? I guess so. Yeah, exactly. This is, well, I think us Americans got some some good kisses too, so. <laughs> You're a patriot, huh? <laughs> well, it's universal, I think. The tongue kissing. Yeah. Well, I do remember my first kiss not being such a great one. I was, I don't remember how young I was, but... A girl kissed me first. And I had oh, no idea yeah. what I was doing, so I just I went along with the ride. And but afterwards, I think she teased me in front of her friends that like I bit her lip. She oh, said something. No. I was like, oh, I didn't even know what I was doing. So that wasn't a great first kiss. Oh, that is not great, and that is embarrassing. I just turned it, it around, like a good emotional withdrawal. I just deflected and blamed her and tried <laughs> to protect myself, avoid those feelings of hurt and rejection. <laughs> My first kiss was, of course, in a church group. We were playing Spin the Bottle, and I really liked this one boy a lot. And I had to kiss other two other boys first. And, and one boy, he like he did this really bizarre. It was my very first kiss, I think. He did this bizarre thing where his tongue like fluttered, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. And I had never kissed anybody, so it's like whatever. 
And then this other boy did this thing that the next boy was, it was like, he was like a lizard. It was just, and then the boy that I really liked, I mean, he was amazing, an amazing kisser. And so, of course, we were doing this in front of everybody else and everybody was like, okay, enough, enough already. Break that up. <laughs> ah, that was fun. So third time was the charm. And that's third time game. was the charm and was the boy. I mean, he was, he was it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's let's figure out what he knew how to do. Oh, let's talk about okay. what do you want to talk about? What's working and what doesn't work? Ah, oh, gosh. Maybe we should start off with what doesn't work. Okay. Definitely fluttering and lizard tongue does not work. Okay. So that would mean we'd have to take into consideration the size of our tongue, right? <laughs> our partner's mouth. If you're just got a big tongue, that might be good for some things. That also might feel like a lizard. Yeah, I think it was kind of this in and out motion that, I mean, I, clearly he was probably first kiss as well. I did not shame him though, George. I just like didn't know what to do with it. But size of the tongue, I, I don't think I've ever thought about that, honestly. Okay. Well, I think a big turnoff just, for a lot of people maybe is... Maybe size matters. I don't know. <laughs> I think a lot of people I hear about, it's excessive saliva uh, can be a big turnoff. Ooh, yeah, I hear that too. Like... You know, what? what is funny is some people really, really like wet kisses, and then it's almost like they're always married to or partnered with somebody who likes drier kisses or something like that. They don't want saliva all over their face. Okay. But there are some, some people who kind of just like it messy. Well, this they, is they why just... communication is pretty important. So what if they're communicating? I don't like that. <laughs> you better swallow a lot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> And the research says that men, for the record, prefer wet kisses. I think they're less concerned about germs. <laughs> but <laughs> if so. that's a, if, if you were thinking about that, that becomes a break, right? You start to, and certainly bad breath's another one. Ooh, yeah, bad breath, definitely. But, you know, I actually don't like minty breath either. There, there are a lot of people that think minty breath is great, and I get that. But what I hate is, you know, if my husband and I are having dinner together and then then we're going to have sex or something. And he goes up and uses mouthwash. I'm like, oh, don't like that. It's like, I really want to taste the wine and food on yeah. him. You know, that's sexy to me. And plus, it's like, it's just a smoother transition. Right. And then I always get self-conscious. I'm like, well, if he brushed his teeth, do I need to go brush my teeth? It's like, still enjoying the wine. Sure. Then you have people that are too firm, too passionate, too quick. And others, the opposite extreme, too tentative, too soft, too hesitant. Mm -hmm. So how do you get the pacing right to get that feedback from your partner on what's working and kind of slowly increase it versus coming out of the gates too hard? Right. I think if the person kind of shoves their tongue in your mouth or is frantic or I think the big problem is somehow or another, some people don't seem to dance together with their right. tongues. It's like they're not moving in sync. It seems natural that they would just do what their partner is doing. But I guess sometimes if you're nervous or you're just, it's like lack of attunement, right? We're back to that attunement piece again. It's interesting. Now we're talking about kissing. It could be communication. It could be emotional risking. It could be intercourse. But how do you pick up the signals and adjust and be flexible and move? Right. Mm -hmm. So this is, I, this is fun to break down. 
what doesn't work? Do all these little things like how is your head tilted? How fast are you moving? What are you doing with your hands? Are you pulling the hair too tight? Are you kind of touching someone's ear? Are you making eye contact? I mean, all of these things are important to a good kiss. Yeah. You know, have you shaved? Do you got stubbles? Uh, you know, what is happening? This is a double bind for men, you know, because stubble is so sexy for as far as women are concerned. But yeah, beard burn might not feel so good on a kiss if you're doing a long makeout session. I always thought that would be a good exfoliation for his skin, no? <laughs> Serve two, two, two things with one. <laughs> Make your skin really soft. Yeah. <laughs> trying to do the right thing. <laughs> right. Well, let's okay, come back, back with what works about great kisses. Santa baby, it's holiday season and you know you're looking for those gifts and stocking stuffers. And today our sponsor Manscaped has just what you need for the stocking stuffer competition. So I would suggest maybe... Uh, the lawnmower uh, body trimmer? That was exactly where I was going, George. You know, the best trimmer on the market or maybe stuff to make you smell good downtown or I would suggest... The Manscaped Cologne, it's infused body wash. You can get a nail kit. It's a four-piece nail kit called Shears 2.0. Also, they just have cologne. And you know I love cologne. It is sexy and really good. And ladies, hey, it's a subtle message to your man. Clean up a little bit. Take care of business. <laughs> Please take care of business for the coming holiday with the stocking stuffers from manscaped.com with the code foreplay and thanks for supporting us here 20 percent off foreplay radio go get it speaking with certified sex therapist Lori watson from awakening center for couples and intimacy Lori, what is an intensive so an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend and it's a way to really make fast progress on an issue that you've been stuck in maybe it's a sexual issue or a relationship issue people will fly in maybe on a friday and we'll do three hours usually get them acclimated kind of set a direction and then on saturday we usually do four or five hours and sunday morning four or five hours as well Compared to weekly therapy, I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. How do people know if an intensive will help them? I do an initial hour interview to make sure that the candidate is suited for that kind of deep, long work. And also to make sure that I'm the right person. And for the record, if you don't choose to come in and see me, then you don't have to pay for that hour. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. All right, Lori. So what do great kisses do? Oh, great kisses. I, I definitely think great kissing is you got to use your hands too. You mm -hmm. know, like when somebody moves in and holds your face or the back of your head or some changes you and puts you at the right angle as a woman, that's really sexy. I like that. What else? I think, you know, we were talking about how, how do people get in sync? You know, I remember learning to kiss, I guess, you know, as a woman, I also had to partner and learn to dance. And so, you know, it's like you have to, to be a good dancer as a woman, you have to kind of feel their body move before you're almost anticipating, but you're also relaxed and, and feeling it happen. And I think the same thing happens in French kissing. You know, you have to be relaxed. You kind of have to 
maybe know a little bit, mm-hmm. but you have to move in in a similar way. Right. So there's a receptivity that's really important, but while also knowing what you like and what turns you on. Yeah, and I think you know, even as I listen to myself talk, I'm I'm talking about a receptive position as a female. I think that's really natural, but yeah, sometimes absolutely you want to kiss the way you want to kiss. And I think it's important to have a playfulness. There's an uncertainty that becomes an important part of it, right? Not doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. How, how do you show that curiosity while being really, if you're going to take the lead and you're going to go for that first kiss, I think it's important to, you're looking for feedback on what's working mm. so you can do more of that or less of that. So that that's what attunement is. It's not about getting it perfect. It's about noticing something Maybe it's off a little bit, and then you could adjust. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that we're paying attention to. So are you making a little bit of eye contact? Are you taking a break and taking your tongue out and, and repositioning? What are you doing with your hands? I mean, there's, there's so much here that we're paying attention to. I had a girlfriend who was dating, and she said that the guy and her were kissing, and then he stopped, and he looked at her just for a while and he's like she's like it's so intense it was so hot i'm like yeah that sounds hot that nice. sounds great right and what do we do with our tongue are we doing the same thing are we circling are we dancing are we moving mm-hmm. in and out what do you mm-hmm. think about the tongue what are we doing with the tongue i remember that video we watched on oh my god yes one of our sponsors that's just just so many different ways of moving Remember all those techniques? Yes, I do. So I do. So okay, so we're asking a bunch of tongue techniques. I think people could try things like sucking each other's tongue or maybe exploring each other's mouth. I certainly remember times when teeth have clinked. That's not so sexy, but you know, each person exploring the other's mouth is exciting and maybe sucking on each other's lips mm-hmm. or biting each other's lips, maybe not too hard though. Don't want to draw blood. Don't want to shock the person if they're not ready for that or if you don't do that. Yeah, we want to pay attention to pressure, right? How much pressure are you pushing or pulling with your tongue? Are you doing a like a sword match? Are you like dashing in, dashing out? Or are you doing the swirl? Two people doing the swirl together with their tongues. Mm-hmm. Lori, I'm doing a quick Google search here, and I got this cool little list from... Kelly Roper, Mm. nine hot French kissing techniques. Let's hear them. So we have the gentle tickle, the soft murmur, (laughs) darting in and out, the swirl, little nibbling. We haven't talked about that. Mm. Sucking, invading, embracing, and the wandering. That's a hot list. There's a lot going on here. There's a, that's a hot list. I would love for our listeners to sit down and just go through this list with each other. What are some of the things that you do or might want to do? I mean, let's let's come out of this conversation with some new moves. Maybe we could link them to that article. Send that to me. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll send them a list. So I think what listeners should do is even those titles are kind of sexy to think about. What is... What does the tickle mean or the murmur? You know, even if they make it up as they go along, this is what I think it means. Or maybe they could practice. So maybe I think what people should do is practice all nine of these techniques. I like it. 
That's your assignment. If you can get your partner to agree, just to increase your kissing techniques and your repertoire, practice all nine of those techniques. And I like that you're encouraging the practicing because you can't do this by reading a list, right? Sometimes we don't know what we like until we try it. You might think you don't like a little nibbling and then all of a sudden, whoa, wait a second. You know, I thought I would like the nibbling of the ear. That sounds pretty vanilla, but I actually like when you nibbled on my chin there. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Practice, practice, practice. Got to get those reps in. That's right. Get the reps in. Practice makes perfect for sure. I don't think I've ever talked to a partner in my life about kissing. Even your wife? I don't, I mean, no, I don't think we talk about kissing. We just kiss and we just do it. So like, this is pretty novel to me that this is such a nuanced thing that if you were able to communicate, like, I think that would really be a big deal. Yeah. I think kissing is really hard to talk about. So how did you talk about it with Derek? We've talked about it many times. You know, I think in the beginning it worked and we had different styles. He had a deviated septum. So he had kind of trouble doing deeper, longer kisses because he couldn't breathe. (laughs) Poor guy. Poor guy. And then he got that fixed and that changed our whole world, you know. (laughs) So we kind of talked about what we liked and tried again. Yeah, we had to like redesign everything and that was exciting. Okay. That's so important that you're able to communicate. Like he had to say, I couldn't breathe or what it, or maybe he passed out on you. I don't know what happened. (laughs) You know, I didn't really notice it. I didn't at the very beginning. I didn't notice it later on. I realized that, you know, he liked sort of meeting in the middle versus one on top of each other. And so I I just kind of had to ask and he was like, you know, I I can't breathe that way. I'm like, Oh, that's right. Because he had so many problems. But then later on, It was just a side benefit of getting his nose fixed that we realized, you know, we could do things together and kissing that we hadn't been able to do before. So I don't know that it was. Yeah, no, it was a distinct conversation. Well, breathing is important. That's another thing most of us don't think about in kissing. That's good. Also, the mood really helps that, you know, are you on a date night is very different than rolling over in the morning. I mean, trying to be intentional about getting the body primed for that kiss. Mm-hmm. And do you want to do a kiss in the shower, which is pretty cool, as opposed to somewhere else? I mean, there the, the environment could also help in these kisses. I know a lot of people, alcohol could be a turnoff. You know, they don't like when their partner's drinking and then mm-hmm. that turns them off. And other people, it so loosens you up and you, it, it's a turn on the smelling that alcohol. So I, being able I'm, to- I'm really hoping that Summers keeps winning because those three shots of tequila that my husband took were really good. See? And your partner might not know what's the gas pedal, what's the turn on here with different smells or different foods or different sensations or different pressures, right? And we're... In, this is about attuning and we make it easier to attune when we can communicate and say, not only not that doesn't work so well, but it's so important to say, I really like that. Can you do more of that? I mean, mm-hmm. that's a great way of motivating somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, Lori, this is, I'm excited. That we, I can hear all these, your brain is now on kissing. And that's yeah. what we want our listeners to have here is their brains on kissing There's so many creative ways that they can kiss and talk to their partner about all of these fun ideas. 
You know, one, one idea I have is just maybe make it a no intercourse night. You know, the only thing you can do is kiss, frustrate yourselves a little bit. And just that can be passionate that, you know, those early days of high school kissing when you weren't necessarily having sex and it was like all that you could do and explore was kissing. That kiss was pretty electric. Right, and it could last an hour, and time went so fast. I know, I know. And I think couples that are with each other for a long period of time take it for granted, and it just turns into this same old, same moves. And we don't need to settle for that if we're more intentional. And, you know, you're practicing these nine moves. I guarantee you're going to get some of that buzz back. Okay. So kissing, and this is the season. We're coming into the season of kissing and mistletoe, so lots of kissing around we encourage you to take an evening maybe by the fire wine if that works for you or alcohol if it does or not if if that's a big turn off and practice nine different ways of kissing yeah and let that kissing be fun playful deep there's nothing like a kiss to really be vulnerable and to go to these deeper places of intimacy so whatever your kiss is enjoy it and keep it hot Hey, don't forget to check out uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. It really helps us to support the podcast and keep delivering free content. Thanks so much. Call in your questions to the foreplay question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number four, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media.